Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Uh, what's making news around the world? Um, actually, our roving reporter Ken's just advised me Patrick Tuipolotu was back in round two of the NPC. Thank just you. Just ask Stephen McIver. He, uh, him and Patty are great mates. And he probably knows the answer to it. Hey, buddy. What do you got? Right. What is making news around the world? <clears throat> Mark. Are you going to knock this cold on the head? I don't know. It's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. It's starting to get a sore throat again. So um, let's hope I'm all good for the Warriors tomorrow night against the Gold Coast Titans. Tisians. I, I asked you to uh, name every NRL premier going back from 1998 until today. Maybe we do that one day with the listeners. Could do. They just got to trust that they don't Google it. Four Nigerian stowaways jumped aboard a ship, obviously in Nigeria. Um, they actually jumped in the rudder of a cargo ship. But don't tell me they got squeezed like a tomato. They survived, Steph. They survived. Um, apparently they ran out of food and drink on the 10th day, and it says here they survived by drinking seawater. Well, that can't be right, because then you get dehydrated because it's salt water. But anyway, they survived in this rudder, which is very precarious, because, you know, rudder moves around, it's probably sharp, and, you know, you get into a storm, and all of a sudden it's crashing up underneath it. But they survived the four Nigerians. The only caveat is that they thought they had jumped on a boat that was going to Europe, and given that they were in Nigeria, it's probably only going to take three or four days. Um, instead, they landed up in Brazil uh, after about three weeks. So... Uh, yeah, they got found. They actually, one of them tried to, got so scared after, you know, the, day, the journey had dragged on for two weeks that he tried to, like, get caught. Tried to, like, bang the hull and sort of make it known that they were there so that someone would stop the boat and come and see them. Uh, but instead, they got them when they were in Brazil and uh, they're seeking asylum in Brazil. Uh, two of them are going to stay in the Brazil and the other two were like, nah, actually, I'm keen to go back home to Nigeria. So can you put us on the next boat out of here? Where's another rudder to jump onto? Um Little lesson to you, though. Always know where you're heading before you jump mm. aboard anything mm. like that. Um, Check the gate departure. Back to the human bears in the Chinese zoo. Oh, and, it's a uh, story that keeps giving. Dr. Ashley Marshall from Chester Zoo in the UK. She's an expert, and she's hit back at the human in the suit myth, saying it's definitely real. In an interview with the BBC, she explained that the sun bear's saggy skin that we've seen in the photos is actually a defense mechanism, saying that it helps them quickly turn around in their skin when uh, attacked from behind. Because they don't have to sort of move the whole thing. They just go... And the the saggy skin allows a a quick movement. Um, She did specify that often those bears in particular do look a lot like humans when they stand up on their hind legs. So um, she sort of sympathises with Mm. some of the accusations, but she has shut them down. So there's an expert's opinion. Steph, I know I've been talking a lot about it, but there's an expert's opinion just so you can put that one to bed. Uh, Dean, if you're listening, we can see you calling, but Sam can't answer the phone because he's reading what's making news. Yeah, and um, maybe... Hold off. Maybe he's ringing to criticise us about the sort of topics we cover off on this show. Um, this is great, Steph. Danish Globetrotter uh, Torben Thor Peterson. He calls himself Thor. Of course you do if you come from those that area of the world. Although I thought it was Norway. 
yeah, Norse noise. mythology. Yeah. Anyway, he's from Dane, Danish, Denmark. Um, he's spent 10 years, get this, he's spent 10 years going to every single country in the world mm. without flying or returning home. Wow. So he spent his rules, here are his rules, right? 24 hours minimum in each nation, budget of $20 a day, and could not return home until the challenge was finished. He left uh, on the 24th of May, 10 years ago. Where did he start, um, sorry? In his home country, in Denmark. Denmark, yeah. Um, So he finished his uh, 203rd and final country on the list. Um, He's a goodwill ambassador of the Danish Red Cross, uh, Cross, and can now boast a killer track. A travel track record would put many of us to shame. Um, 3,576 days, 379 container ships, hopefully not the rudder, 158 trains, 351 buses, 219 taxis, 33 boats, and 43 rickshaws, tallying up a staggering 223,000 miles in all, which is close to 500,000 Ks, isn't it? Now, the one challenge of all of this, of course, was over the last couple of years with COVID, um, where he was actually trapped in Hong Kong for two years. Because he couldn't get out. 20 bucks a day. Yeah. But he was there for two years, so really he did the whole thing in eight years. So it was just COVID extended it out, which is quite interesting. Mm. Now, did you see the video of Cardi B? And I know you don't know who Cardi B is, but she's a singer. And did you see the video of a fan? It's become very common recently for fans to throw things on the stage. I did see this. So Drake got thrown a bra on stage. Taylor Swift gets thrown stuff all the time. Cardi B, who's supposedly very famous, was throwing uh, a cell phone, I believe, on stage. Was it a cell phone? No, she, was a, no, no she it was threw a her cup microphone. Of water. Oh, it was a cup of water a cup or of a beer water. or so. So she, something got thrown at her. She got so mad that she grabbed her microphone and threw it into the crowd. Now, the person that it hit is actually filing for an assault charge against her, as they do in America. She hit um, the wrong one. But yeah. guess what, Steph? Guess what's happened to the microphone? It's on eBay. Correct. <laughs> Started at five hundred bucks, currently up to twenty five thousand three hundred. It originally cost a thousand bucks, so you're overpaying for that. Although, should it go to a trial, should something happen, it might be quite a worthy investment. To be sure, um, to be sure. Yeah, it is a sure microphone. Yeah, and I think it's an SM fifty eight, which are not that expensive. It says a thousand bucks. SM fifty eight to about three hundred and fifty. Maybe it's a more expensive model. Um, but there you go. Pays to get hit by a microphone, or at least pick it up. Fact for you, and I can do it before the break now because I've given myself plenty of time. Good. Um, I'm a big space fan, you know that. Yes. Um, the Challenger disaster in 1986, very harrowing. I watched the Netflix doc I want it, and it's always scary when you see it uh, replayed back. This is the, the space shuttle that um, exploded in the sky. Now, when it exploded, they quickly tried to recover as much of the debris as they could. That's how they sort of investigate and understand what happened. During the um, search for the debris, they discovered 13 shipwrecks, two lost airplanes... A floating duffel bag that contained a substantial amount of high-quality cocaine. <laughs> and after being turned over to the Coast Guard, its street value was reported to be at about 13 mil, just enough to pay for the entire effort, the, the entire search effort. <laughs> I don't know if they, pay, they sold it off, but it was there if they wanted to. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Good fact. Good fact. Thanks, mate. Uh, lots of good texts, too. We'll get to those before the news.